Well, good morning. Um, it's a Saturday morning. I hope you're doing okay. I know that there's a lot of fear. And there's a lot of things going on in the nation um, and locally, depending on where you live. And I just want to take a moment and speak a few things. I haven't done this in a while. Speak a few things. I'm going to read a little bit. And I want to tell you something. Fear does not come from God. Fear comes from the enemy. Our faith, our faith is powerful because it's based on the work of Jesus Christ. And it's very powerful. It's been my hope. It's been my hope that others would come along and really intercede and pray for our nation. And there are a few people that do. There are people that do that, but not near enough, not near enough. And I just tell you, if you have a little extra time on your hand, some people do, some people don't. You know, you need to be praying and interceding. You need to let the faith that God has given, you need to speak it out. Praying to God and talking to other people because there are people that are in fear. A lot of what has happened is has been created by fear. And that is not of God. Come what may, come what may, in good times and bad, fear does not come from God. It comes from the enemy. And we have to push forward sometimes in our faith when the enemy starts to push against us. And he's pushing against us. He's pushing against our nation. And yes, some of the things that happen are God's judgment. But just like Moses and people in the Bible interceded, we intercede. And I'm just going to be real frank. There are some people who have a lot more time than others to do that. And that's just the truth. I've been waiting for years for other people to come along and intercede. And I'm going to be honest with you. Yes, there's people that do that. I am thankful for them. You better be thankful for them too. Because they hold back things like what are happening by interceding. But I'm just going to be honest with you. There's not enough of those people. And if you have extra time on your hands, you should be doing that. Not living in fear, interceding to the king of glory, the one who owes everything in his hands. To say that I'm disappointed would be an understatement. And I'm sorry to say that's the truth. But no matter what the case is, even in disappointment, we still push forward in faith. Because God holds everything in his hands. Not the enemy. Not fear. God so you intercede and talk to him. Now let me get off my soapbox for a minute. And I'm going to go and read a little bit. And this is going to be uh, about Elijah. 1 Kings 17. I'm going to read a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about Elijah. Because he was a man of prayer. Right? 1 Kings 17, now Elijah the Tishbite of Tishbe and Gilead said to Ahab. Now think about, think as I read, think about what Elijah is known for. He did many things, but think about what he's known for. You know, it's not rocket science. What is he known for? As the Lord, the God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall be neither dew nor rain these years except by my word. And the word of the Lord came to him, depart from here and turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook uh, Cherith, 
which is east of the Jordan. You should drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. He went and lived by the brook Cherif that is east of the Jordan, and, and the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. And after a while, the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. I'm going to continue on. Then the word of the Lord came to him, Arise! Go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to feed you. He's commanded a widow there to feed him, Elijah. So he rose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called her and said, Bring me a little water and a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to bring it, he called her and said, Bring her a morsel of bread in your hand. And she said, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. And now I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Do not fear and go and do as you have said, but first make me a little cake of it and bring it to me. And afterward, make something for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, the jar of flour shall not be spent and the jug of oil shall not be empty until the day of the Lord sends rain upon the earth. And she went and did as Elijah said, and she and he and her whole household ate For many days, the jar of flour was not spent, neither did the jug of oil become empty according to the word of the Lord that he spoke by Elijah. She was gathering sticks for her last meal because she didn't have any more food. And what does the prophet say? Do not fear. Let me tell you something. Fear has got a stranglehold on this nation and you do not have to bow to it. And I'm sorry to be so forceful, but sometimes the enemy can be forceful with us. It's insidious at first, but then it gains power as there comes agreement in the fear. The God of the universe holds everything in his hands. And as Christians, we have direct access to him. Direct access by the blood of Jesus Christ. What is Elijah known for, right? What's he known for? He comes out of the blue. What is he known for? Praying, right? There is a drought. And then you have the prophets of Baal, right? (laughs) Talks to Ahab, is in conflict with Ahab, confronts Ahab. And then what does he do? He tells the people, you have to choose. Who are you going to serve? And he prays. And fire comes from heaven. Listen to me very carefully. We are in very strange and unusual times. It is very, very important. Very important. That we take time for God. And we not let what is happening around us 
stir us up to fear and do things we wouldn't normally do. Now, we have to take care of what we have to take care of. You may have to work. You may have to take care of your family, whatever you need to do in your responsibilities. But don't leave God on the back dock. Don't forget about God and who's in charge of the universe, who's in charge of our country, who's in charge of the medical profession, who's in charge of viruses. It's God Almighty. Not anyone else. And we have the power of faith to intercede. Now, I'm not saying we always know the outcome. I'm not saying we don't. But there's power in our words. There's power in prayer to intercede directly to the king of glory, the one who owes everything in his hands. What did the prophet tell the widow? He said, do not fear. Fear is an enemy and it needs to be defeated. I've been waiting for years, years for intercessors to come along. And there, there are intercessors. Don't get me wrong. There's, there are intercessors, but there's not enough. There's people that have been called out to do that and have chosen to live in fear, chosen to do something else, chosen to not have time for that. Well, I'll tell you, we all have to take care of responsibilities, but we are seeing the results of fear as a plague. Yeah, it may be a medical plague, if you will, a virus, what have you. Yeah, it may be that. But it's also a plague of fear. And we have the power to defeat it. We do have that power by the grace of God. Because God has given us, if God has given you a voice, if you can pray to God Almighty, He has given you with power and authority. We may not be able to know the outcome or control the outcome, but we get to choose whether we're going to bow to fear or bow to God Almighty. Are you going to serve Baal or are you going to serve God? That's what the prophet said. You get to choose who you're going to serve. Sometimes people hold back because they're distraught. They're taken back by fear or circumstances or what have you. There's more fear in the church than anywhere else. Don't let the enemy get to you by fear. The God of the Bible, the God, if you're a Christian and you know God Almighty, the God of the Bible, he will watch over and protect you. We may not always know what will happen. Bad things do come. Bad things do happen. But we do have power to intercede in the name of Jesus Christ to defeat fear, to defeat the demonic, to defeat the strongholds that strangle our nation. We have that power in us because we have the Holy Spirit in us given to us by God Almighty. I'm telling you today, and I haven't used the podcast in a while, but I'm telling you today, you get to choose. Just like the prophet says, you can choose Baal or God. You can't have it both ways. You get to choose whether you're going to live in fear or you're going to live in faith. You get to choose that every day and as a way to live life.
I ask you and I implore you today. Pray. Spend time with God. But above all, listen to what the prophet said. Do not fear. That does not come from God. And I'm going to take this last little bit. And I know I'm being very forceful today. And I'm not going to apologize for that because we're living in unprecedented times and people are caving to fear. So I'm going to be forceful because some people may need to hear that. Whoever, I don't know who's going to hear this. But I'm telling you, it's not a time to be timid. It's a time to be bold. Do not bow to fear. So I'm going to take a moment here and I'm going to pray. If I can't get other people to pray, I will pray. Holy God, Lord of all, King of glory, great I am. I bow down before you, oh God, because you hold the universe, the world, our country, our state, our city, our nation. You hold everything in your hands. And there is nothing that surprises you, oh God. For you are reigning on your throne, Jesus Christ. You are reigning on high, not anyone else. So I ask you first and foremost, before we even get to the health part, first and foremost, Lord God, I pray that your people would not have a spirit of fear and the enemy of fear, which is demonic, would be defeated in the name of Jesus Christ. And your people would intercede. They would pray for their family, for their city, for their state, for their nation, for other people. They would speak to you and be encouraged, oh God. But they would also bring their sword of faith forward and fight against the enemy by the power of Jesus Christ, defeating those strongholds, particularly the stronghold of fear. I pray, Lord God, that you would defeat the enemy of fear in the name of Jesus Christ throughout this nation, oh God. And I pray right now for those that are sick and they're ailing, oh God, supernaturally, they would be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. And those that are waiting results, encourage them, oh God. Give them faith. Give them confidence, oh God. And I pray for a healing across this land and across the world. Holy God, right now, supernaturally heal those that are ill, oh God. Heal those that are losing confidence. Heal those that are overcome by fear and remove that spirit of fear and give them boldness and confidence, holy God. Confidence in you, Jesus Christ. And I pray right now for an abundance of healing, oh God. Heal this nation. Heal our internal wounds. Our internal wounds. And protect and heal our outside. And whatever uh, the virus, holy God, is defeated in the name and the power and for the glory of Jesus Christ. Amen. Get up off your backside and pray to God and do not live in fear. And I don't care if you find that offensive. Who cares? There's people out there that are suffering, intercede on behalf of other people. 
don't sit there and do nothing. Don't let fear raise its ugly head. We operate in faith. We can't control the outcome, but what we do does influence the outcome because we are connected to God Almighty. And when His people pray, when His people pray, they influence the outcome. You may not know the outcome, but we're going to influence it because we're interceding to the most powerful being that has ever existed and who does control the outcome. God Almighty. So your prayers have an effect. They do change things. They do move God. They do change circumstances. It's up to God how much. That's His department. But by all means, when people are suffering and people are hurting, intercede, intercede and pray. And it's okay if you get a little forceful. It's okay if you get a little emotional. It's okay. People are hurting. So I ask and I pray, please intercede for the nation. Intercede for those that are hurting in your city, in your state. And do not leave God on the back burner. He runs the universe. Not presidents, not politicians, not governmental leaders, not health leaders. They may do everything they can, and they may be doing everything right. But God runs the universe. He decides. I pray blessing and goodness and health over you and your house and over this nation in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.